Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. All right, give me a good door. I want the best one. Go. <laughs> Did you shit your pants? <laughs> what the fuck was that? I, know. I tried going out instead you know of in with my air. I put pressure on you to perform. I don't do well with that. <laughs> well, after midnight, you do. It's true. <laughs> that kind of pressure. Sometimes you apply good pressure, it's all different. I talked to my friend Julie the other day. My friend from school, who you're friends with as well, and she said, we just talked about the show, and she said, does Jake really sleep with as many people as he talks about? And I said, more. <laughs> <laughs> not as much these days. No, not as but, but you've got stories. Yeah, my... Yeah, we my, all should. My body count was really high Yo, you do in my you 20s want. and 30s. You get that D or get that P. Get that count up if you want. I think especially... You can look back at my life and see there are areas where I was going through something. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where? And not trying to work it out. You just yeah. wanted to work it out. I was working it out. All right. Hey. Yeah. I was Some, working something out. You were having out. a lot of somatic therapy. You were working. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Something like that. And they were working it out too. All right, episode eight, love is like, blind. Remember, y'all, you're working the pole or you're working the hole. You got that's a good one. Work. <laughs> You work it out some way. It's the pole of the hole. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. So y'all know why we're doing this. October 19th. We're getting there. We've only got two more episodes or three. We've got to cover. We've got to do a Fuck. whole new episode 10 because of fucking crowd cast. <laughs> Again. How just, does it fuck us still two years? It, it really. We still are talking about how great it is. Like you said, it sounds like we're sponsored by crowd cast. It does. <laughs> It's just a blaze of glory. It really is the the blimp <laughs> of of podcast of podcast accessories. Oh, I wouldn't even use it now if they paid us. Me they'd, either. They'd have to pay us a lot. No, even then. All right, y'all. So this is episode eight. Um, love. The, here's the intro. This is exciting. Wedding dress shopping this episode. Oh, I remember this. We're getting some dress shopping. And all the girls are going together. Yeah. Right? Jessica was completely in her head about this. Um, she was hard to watch. Yes, this was. This is the first episode. But this is the first episode we where we, we start to gain a little bit of sympathy for her. Because, yeah. uh, well, first of all, this is where she tries to apologize to Barnett. 
And she right. was like, I'm so sorry. I was just so drunk. I don't remember what I said. And da da da. Because never a good apology. What episode was, I think you had the episode where they had the party and she tried to, was that episode seven? That was episode nine when but she that, apologized to. to um, but when they Amber. had the party and she tried to hit on Barnett again. That was episode seven. So yes. Yeah. So that was episode. So this is after that. And so she's trying to like, eh, y'all, episode seven was a good episode. This one was good, though. I, I said earlier I didn't think it was as good, but I forgot about. Um, we uh, There is something that happens in this is, where was it? I wrote it down. Um this was a great episode for me in that I forgot. This is the episode where Mark was at Jessica's and Drunk Dog was with Mark. And Drunk <laughs> Dog was sitting on the floor and someone finished. They were eating like food and they set their plate of food on the ground right by Drunk Dog. And Drunk Dog didn't even try to eat their food. And we both were shocked by that because we grew up with dogs who would eat any food they right. could smell. Yes. And we realized it was because Drunk Dog was so fucking drunk they didn't even know there was food or there. Or such a wine snob. So it launched into a three-minute monologue of Drunk Dog. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Drunk Dog was the bright spot. The bright spot. Um, so we gained some sympathy for Jessica because we learned that – I forgot what the exact – uh, but that Jessica – Don't tell us. Well, no, I forgot the specifics because I didn't watch the episode. I just listened to us. But Jessica has has had no relationship with her father, like, ever. Right. Like, I think he chose and he said, I don't want to be a part of your life. <sighs> so we were like, whoa, this is some shit. Um, this is the episode. I just want to warn y'all. This is the episode where they try to make us think that Cameron and Lauren have problems. You and I were really distressed. <laughs> Because we were worried. And I don't want y'all to go through that. They're fine. They're still together. Cameron and Lauren don't have problems, y'all. They're, they're wonderful. They're wonderful. They're perfect. They're cherubs blessed by God. Uh, this is also where we learn. I learned that a cat house was actually a place where they said prostitution happens. I actually thought it was a <laughs> cat house like my ex-boyfriend. Uh, what? Because my ex-boyfriend David ran a cat sanctuary, and that's what I thought it was just a cat house. You, so you made me question everything I knew. <sighs> so <laughs> I'm always teaching you new words. That's true. Um, we. What else is it? This is, um, we also asked the question, what is the dog's favorite wine? <laughs> we answered that question, y'all. Um, also, I think this might have gone over in your episode nine, too, but this is the beginning of Damien and Gigi fighting. Yes. And it's about the sex stuff. Yeah, that's, that was first brought up in this episode. And, but like the whole, and so uh, we again. Um, we were wrong. The things that I like to point out where we went wrong, we said that uh, she said that Damien can't give her an orgasm. We said that Damien could. I now don't believe that. We were wrong. We I, were wrong. I think he just finishes too quickly. Yeah. Um, you said that in the episode. Yeah. Um, but then forgets about her. Something type. Also, we were wrong in this episode where we said we feel like Mark is way more of an adult than Jessica. Wow. We were wrong. I think we were so wrong about him in general because oh. he was such a good actor he and, on he, screen. He and Barnett, we were complete. Like, we went hard at Jessica, but it made sense in the edit. Yeah. but he, Everyone did. But he and Barnett, we were wrong. Agree. 
All right, everybody. But enjoy this episode, episode eight of Love is Blind. Roll it, Gary. Just took 15 minutes for you to fucking <laughs> sit yourself. Y'all need Swing. to look, look up a meme that's saying gays don't know how to sit. It is amazing. I don't. Or you could just Google you. <laughs> Fair. 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 Y'all. <laughs> Love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. It's 90 Day Gays presenting. Love is blind. Y'all, this is... um. Episode eight. Episode Love eight. Is blind. Love is blind. And this is ninety day gays presents Love is Blind. Boy, we're like on a, Netflix. We're like that out of control freight train. We're just <laughs> going to the end. Going to the end. Or just right off the rails. Can <laughs> <laughs> Polar Express just going into the ice? I never saw that movie. It's all right. I, the animation bothered me. My nephews love it because they saw it when they were kids. It is a sweet movie. It's a very sweet movie. It's well done. It is a good movie. I like it very much. Is it kind of like Snowpiercer? No. <laughs> no, you talked about that in the last, or a couple of ones ago, because that was a temperature check. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Y'all, this is episode eight. We said that already. We've met oh, the God, parents. He's sober. He's still I'm, repeating himself. We've met the parents. We've met the parents, yes. Um, we, we just finished up. up we just finished up. I don't know why that couldn't have been on the last episode. I guess it needed to be a they don't ha- cliffhanger. I feel like last episode, episode seven, and episode eight could have been one episode. I feel like they are they running it. out of stuff. Yep, y'all. I don't know how long this show. It we could don't have been do nine sh- episodes. We don't do shows for time limits. We just give y'all quality entertainment. <laughs> so I don't know how long this. Sh- do we? <laughs> it's debatable. Um, there wasn't a lot that happened this episode. No, I still have some stuff to say. Oh, no, I do, too. I got a lot to say to you, people. I mean, if this was Kelly and Kenny, we'd say, we'll see you next week, guys. <laughs> a whole episode with them. Two minutes in and we're done. <laughs> um, so Daddy Speed is with Cameron, and Lauren is a smart girl, like she is, yes. says, um, I'm going to let you sort it out. That's what I would do. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to let y'all talk. Um, and he's and Speed is like, this is a big step. I want you to know I have problems with this. Dad said, you didn't ask for my blessing. Well, you really couldn't because you were underground somewhere in Simi Valley. Simi Valley. They so were in it would have been hard cause with, without any cell That's service. That's fair. Yep. That's fair. Um, and he, I thought he was really good with the father. And he says, you know, I would have re- really wished she would have dated inside her race. And he's like, how are you going to feel in a room full of black people? And he's like, well, I was in a relationship for five years with a black girl. So I, I have experience. And he's yeah. like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Guess I got to rethink gotta, that yeah. now. <laughs> I feel fine in a room full of black men. I know you do. More than fine. Especially, usually we're naked. There's not clothes involved. <laughs> but, you know. And you're usually being passed around like a hacky sack. Yeah, and we... <laughs> I want everybody kick kick. kick. Yes. Oh, I hit him with the back of my knee. Ooh, everybody <laughs> feels comfortable. Everyone <laughs> can be them true selves. Um. So yeah, uh, he basically says at the end, "I won't judge you by anything that other than how you treat my daughter." So it's kind of a we've been building up to all this building up 
It's like Jessica saying, she's going to have a problem with me being 34, and no one does. That's going to be Jessica the entire time. She's going to be like, oh, they're so upset. No, we don't care. Um, He said he's honest. I mean, he was honest. He said, I don't really love it, but... And he, he does, like, one of the things, like, Betsy's mom did at the end of, uh, Betsy, uh, Emily's mom at the end of last season uh, when she got married to Sasha on 90 oh, Day. Yeah. And she goes, well, let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> let's see Just how ride it goes. this out. Ride this out. Um, so the next thing is they are bros and suits and ladies with dresses. Yes, Bros and suits and ladies with dresses. You could have sped through all of this. Uh, this it was, was like filler. The dresses, y'all, no one wore anything that was a little extreme. Of course, Amber tried on something where she was almost naked. And, and, and of course, and Jessica hated her dress because she looked hated bad. Her, and they edited her like, wasn't good. Um, I, now I, now I say, so they do that, and then they... They kind of show re-show at the end, like their dresses, I guess, when they the better dress. Yep. I did, out of all of them, I kind of loved Amber's second dress the most. Oh, it was really pretty. It was very Shockingly. Uh, Gigi's second dress for me. Oh, it Gigi. It was couture as fuck. Gigi's dress was beautiful. Yep. Everybody else um, looked good. Uh, <sighs> I liked Lauren's, too. It was beautiful. The yeah. Clean, you liked the fit of it. Yeah. Kelly's dress was okay. Just Kelly's okay. It was, was, it was okay. the one. She's got big shoulders, y'all. You gotta, you gotta. It's hard with a woman with a big shoulder. Her dress just looked very boring. Yeah, Jessica's was pretty. It looked like an anthropology she would, she dress. She wasn't knowing how to wear it. She's like, I don't want to fully commit to being a bride. But it was like that. It was that energy of it. Because the dress. Because I say that in a good way. Anthropology has really beautiful wedding line stuff, and it and, looked like that. It looked and she's very kind her. of a tall girl, y'all. So she's kind of apologizing for her height. Um, or she looks tall to me. It looked like a lot for her because she's so petite and thin. Maybe yeah. a dress with less. And even so, she even said near the end, she's like, "It's very pretty." I but just don't know if it's right. Even I know, and the woman helper's like, "It's pretty." <laughs> That's all you got to say, <laughs> bitch. You don't need to get married. Those poor. Uh, anyway, I thought it was really sweet when Kelly's sister Ashley started to cry, and she's like, "I'm just gonna miss my my little sister." She's y'all. I loved her. I love this family. Her sister looks like a lesbian you go to to do astrology. <laughs> she does. Or like that she's does a, outdoor hiking adventures for or people she's a, in Portland. Or she's a professor at a school back east. Yeah. Uh, private she school She kind of had east. man hands. Yeah. She's sweet looking. She's no, but though. I bet she's, that's because she's just really a, just knows how to. I just love that family. I'd hang out with them all. They're cool. They're cool. Liz, they are. They're cool. Dad They're with cool. ponytail. Yes. Yep. I forgot about the dad with ponytail. Um, I don't think there was anything else. So Jessica's being dramatic. Uh, she is. Can we talk about um, the Jessica Barnett conversation out on some patio with torches? Here comes the rain again. It was raining all over the Ordering on my hair like a new emotion. Um, and y'all. Which is not what Jessica has. She even Where says. Uh, she's it. like, you know, I, what okay. I really, she's like, I just want to clear the air. Um, and he's like, yeah, I just, you know, it made it kind of, best on, kind of made it uncomfortable. I'm not recording. And she's okay, like, just, just, why? Why? Why do you make it uncomfortable? <laughs> what do you mean? Um, it was really bad. 
Where, she, one point she was like, really? I think I may, gave you the wrong impression like I was into you. Girl, you uh, were drunk off your butt. And you did say that. It was very clear. The fact that she was like, you know what she did? She pulled a poodle boudreau. <laughs> of, I literally have seen Jake, like, again, as we talked about, make out and pra- pra- practically sit on somebody's face in public places. And then the next day when I call him out on it, I'm like, Jake, do you no, not remember? I didn't. And he was like, no, what? What do you mean? That was a natural expression of a, a, lo- a man with no. p- showing love for another man. I didn't sit on his face. I just patted him on the back <laughs> and said, hi. That is literally what Jake does. It was fine. And because his mother does the same thing. She does. And so, My mother will admit nothing. And the f- <laughs> mother poodle. And the fact that she is so clueless is she was like, she really was, I think she was, because she's not that good of an actor. No. I think she legitimately was like, oh my God, how did you think that I was still into you when I was drunk in the bed talking about how fucking hot yeah, you were? Yeah, she- How? She was like, I don't know, we really must have got our signals crossed. Real? Oh my gosh. Um, and he, she even said, uh, it, he even said to her, he's like, well, you're a good faker. That she was, was taken aback. Because he called her on her yeah. shit. And she was like, what? He was like, should I not say that? She said, no, don't say that. That's like, that's why I think I don't have any respect for her. Is that she said like, look, I'm a hot mess and I'm trying to make things work, but I'm still into you. Yeah. I would have respected her more instead of, again, here is she talks about being this established woman. Honey. Mark is more of an, an adult than you are because he owns his he feelings. Is. They're confused, but at least he owns them. He, she even basically oh, says, later. you know, and I'm like, I'm really so happy for you guys because I really feel like that you're, um, that like you're kind of perfect, and uh, and and I think like I can't, but at the same time, I can't believe you were ending up together. She said that at least four or five, four times. four or five times. She's like, really? I can't believe this? Like, you really. You enjoy her vagina. Really? <laughs> it, it's like, yeah. She couldn't stop it's saying It's like that. when I was trying to talk to my straight friends after newly coming out, but you think you could still go back to women to say if you're, you know, like asking your girlfriends, you, you touch her tits and it doesn't make your dick <laughs> shrivel up in your stomach. Really? <laughs> like you touch the softness of her skin and doesn't make you think you want a hard man. Really? And they're so confused. They're like, yeah. And I'm yeah, like, you can't do that. And I just walk away. Don't get it. Um, we move in quickly to a workout montage in the generic. Let's get physical. Physical. Uh, I wish that was the song that was played. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, this song was like, turn around, walk straight around to the door. Wow. Turn around, turn around, turn around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was not good. And this is by a really offbeat Swedish singer-songwriter called Pym. <laughs> oh, I like that name. I like that name. P-Y-M. Pym. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Where it stands going? for, please, your mother. <laughs> please, your mother. So we're anyway, talking about Damien. Please, your mother. That's what PIM stands for. So we're talking about Damien and Gigi yes. now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're working out. She and she says, "You're on your phone." She's trying to talk to him. He's trying to pause it. 
Y'all, here's the thing about, I will say, Damien is patient. He's, he is. He's being patient. Because he a girl like Gigi, kind of like someone who dates me, you have to be patient because I will blow up at things. Uh, little things. Occasionally, I've been told. It's small, but... Um, Don't even... And he's been like... And he finally... Is he you are touchy. better. You are better. He got really touchy about it. Uh, he came says, at her hot. He came yeah. at her hot and defensive. It was a little like, okay. And you telling, she couldn't... She was like, what is this? Well, he's finally kind of expressing some emotion right. instead of just like reacting to her. Yeah, it's true. He he find he's and I think that's hard for him. It's not it's not easy for him to express how he feels because no one ever asked him growing up. Yeah, and finally he said, "I feel like you make me an option, not a priority." That is dead on correct. That is dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about more of this at the dinner, but um, I can imagine she probably is on her phone a lot for uh, her job. Because yep. we don't know what her job is. We haven't Googled any of these she people says, yet. She says business owner, which could be like cat house. You know, she could she could literally yeah. be a prostitute. She could, be a, she could you know, be a madam. That's what my first ex-boyfriend did. Or actually my only ex-boyfriend. Serious one. He, um, I think, graduated college. Did he become a prostitute? Oh, no. no. Actually, I think he did do that a little bit for uh, drugs. He kind of went wild after I broke up with him. Okay. They usually do. They don't handle it well. They know <laughs> that they the best, lot, the best they've the ever best had is gone. is gone. Because I'm one of those. Well, they're like, thank God. <laughs> no, they're never like that. Never. <laughs> but when I break up with you, I break up with you. I will never get back together with you out of pride. I'm kind of that way, too. I remember I once told him because he said he wanted to be friends, and then he tried to throw a new relationship on my face and <gasps> throw it at me, and I said, I don't want to ever hear you breathe in my existence again. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Y'all, this bitch <laughs> seems nice that she will cut you off. The coldness that exists. I will never. I never. So anyway, so he did a little drugs after that. He got a belly button ring and then um, did some gay stuff, graduated college, and then he moved to his mom's in Arkansas, and they ran a barn that was a cat rescue. So not a cat house. It was a cat rescue, but it was a cat barn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was talking about prostitution, but that's fine. But you were talking about cats, too. No, a cat house. That's what they call a whorehouse. They do? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant a literal cat house. No. When like they a say, house Yeah, he's running a, she's running a cat house over there. That's a really? whorehouse. Yeah. Really? I thought you meant like she liked cats. Why do I feel like every show is me telling you something you don't know? Y'all come at us. If I have a lot of people who supported me with this footlocker <laughs> that didn't know that there was an actual footlocker. No, so, actually such a thing is a footlocker. Yeah. Please let me know if you were shocked by the term cat house. If you've always thought it's it been is a house of people, ill repute. Yeah, if you thought it's been a house of actual cats, let me know. <laughs> I'm just a more... More worldly than you are. We've had a bunch of cat ladies come at us in the sissy squad anyway. I, did I say something about cats? Did we say something about I cats? I don't think so. You told me on, on Facebook I was served. I just blamed it on you because I didn't know what I said. <laughs> I don't know if I went off on Y'all, cats. Y'all, did we say something about Yo, cats? I Let like cats. I don't. I, I used to live with one. I used to. We did too. Oh, really? I used to Boobie. not because my brother was allergic, so we never were around them. And I'd go over I to- I grew up with one. Well, I'd go over to people's houses, and their cat would never let me pet it. So I'm like, I don't like you. But then we lived with one, and I love I that. respect them. I love them. I don't necessarily seek them out, but a cat, because I'm allergic, will always jump up on my lap. The problem with poodle, <laughs> yes. that They learn allergies for poodle, but also the problem with poodle and cats is he can't always outsmart a cat. 
and that upsets him. I can always outsmart a dog. You can y'all. always outsmart a dog, Ooh, and if he doesn't feel in control, because that cat sometimes gay that we lived with, Ooh, Toby, she was smart. He gave him the right act. Yeah, she'd take a shit in the corner of my room. <laughs> yeah, he, Jake would fuck with him, and he would say, yep. oh, "Take I a shit in my room." <laughs> he would. A cat, a cat, y'all. You know, dogs uh, don't ask for forgiveness either, and dogs feel bad. Cats get even. They get even. Mm-hmm. Look, y'all come at us in the squad with your stories of your cat getting even. That'll be a good one. Um, I'd like to talk about next, uh, the next place where it is the Old Blind Dog Irish Pub. Yes. Which needs a little work on the name. Yeah. Just say the Old Blind Dog. Yeah. We get it. It's a bar. It's a lot. <laughs> it couldn't be anything else. Those people that have to fill out their order forms or paperwork, they just Can spend time imagine? just writing they the just title. Stop. Old blind um. They just probably put O B I D bar. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, Barnett's drinking. Amber shows up. He's like, I don't really know what she does all day because she hasn't worked. And this may wind up being in this episode. We saw two different scenes of them not being in a good place. Maybe they're kind of fooling us, uh, uh, Netflix or the producers. Maybe, but this was messy, y'all. Well, so the first, they're um, basically, the part wasn't as messy, but basically they, they, she, y'all, she doesn't have a lot of money. Look, she says, I don't want to ask my mom a lot. She's done so much, but we, her mom probably doesn't have a lot of money either. And so we thought they were paying for these weddings on the show, but we I guess thought, not. I, I read that I think they were paying only like $500. Which, how much, maybe on the dresses I was thinking of. $500. I, I don't understand why Netflix wouldn't pay for their weddings. I'm sorry. If you're making me get married and plan a wedding in two in, weeks. In five weeks. You're yeah. fucking paying for my wedding. <laughs> or at least giving me like $10,000 as a starter. I agree. It seems ridiculous. Someone come at Boy, us. Pro- I need to know. Production people fuck people. Yeah, someone um, know. And so Barnett's feeling, she basically kind of just... Uh, beats around the bush to say, yeah, I don't want to ask my mom, so... And basically she wants him to give him a bunch of money for the wedding. she says, I'd like for us to handle this ourselves. Well, she doesn't make money. No, she, has she doesn't nothing. have anything. She has nothing. She doesn't have a home. She doesn't have... Which, here's the deal. I want to talk a little bit about... Because... Uh, Financial equity between parent partners? Well, I just want to talk about... I feel like I this is personally what I believe, so... I honestly think you don't get married to someone just if you love them. Like, I love my partner. We're done. We're together. I don't need to get married to him yet. I feel like I would want to get married. It, it's a deeper way of love, but you it's a legal thing. So you get married to join kind of, I don't know, I see, I see it in a loving way a little bit more contractual, like the old school way of marriage. I don't see it that way. I see marriage as a way for your family and your communities to join together. Which is done by a wedding. Both of now, that as well. Now, that is, that's a very Southern thing because in here, people live together all the time, and they've already done that. They've already had yeah. that. In the South, it's much more about this is a ceremony. This is a rite of passage. I do see the ceremony. Pat, yep. I do see the ceremony, but I, I guess I can explain a little better in the way of like we're getting married so that way we're legally bound so that way we can build things together. We can build equity together. We can build whether it's a house – whether it's proper, whatever, you can build. Because well, the part of being a partner is that you're with somebody that will 
support you emotionally, but financially, if you need it, you support them. It's like it's another step of building safety. I'm building I, safety. I totally person. agree with you. I just think that you're more evolved on the topic than most people are. Well, I'm just saying that's. I was just. I'm not saying this is the way to think about. It. I'm just saying yeah. that is the way I think about it. So I in, guarantee you, none of these people feel that way. That's what I was because you, you're signing up for this show. You oh. don't feel that way. <laughs> Kenny and Kelly maybe do. No, maybe. well, that's no, true. they're too traditional. If you're signing up for that show, you're not. No, thinking you're, that. You're th- the wedding. Your wedding is a fairy tale thing. It is a fanciful thing that you're wanting a storybook thing. And I'm not judging uh, other people who don't, but I agree. <laughs> yeah. if, like the way Am- so that goes back to Amber. The way Amber is approaching this marriage is like, um, all your troubles are going to go away as soon as you're married. Your troubles are going away, yep. and. I'm enough. It's just me. Whereas I'm kind of like, no. If I want to marry somebody, it's like, whether it doesn't, even if you're not working, but it's this idea of, okay, we're going to get married. What are you going to do uh, to build in that safety for us? I would agree. I don't think he can say that to her, and it will come off as he will be dismissive and finally have to tell her no and be a sad puppy dog. Um, yeah, that's and, true. And here's I don't I don't think I I understand what the way you think uh, about I'm marriage. I'm also forty. And uh, also, not. N- none of these people that that concept of marriage is so far away what these people are thinking. They're it's wanting true, the fairy they tale. Went on a fucking reality so, show. Again, I can see your point. None of those people are going to believe any of that. Yeah, that's true. Um, I see marriage as a trap, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I wouldn't go on this show, y'all, unless I could kill my husband early Unless on. it was like somebody falling in love with 70-year-old men. Exactly. Like the Anna Nicole show. <laughs> <laughs> I would be doing great at that. I think she loved him. <laughs> that was real. It was that real. Was real. Um, y'all, Anna Nicole lived a life. R.I.P. That was one of the first reality shows. I never saw it. Oh, it was such a train. It was actually sad. The, the the longer it was on, it was sad. Was it one of those shows where, like, when reality was real? Yeah. I mean, it was scripted, but, like, her life was just so, like, just a fucking disaster. Is that when she was married, too? Yeah. To I think she just, I think she divorced him. And the, the family was coming after her. Does she have um, a kid still? Yeah. Her, Raised by that guy? Yeah. I bet that kid's like fucked up. Old now. Maybe. Don't you think? Um, hey, Siri, how old is Anna Nicole's children? Here's what I found. Take a look. Well, read it to us. Da- so Daniel Wayne Daniel. Smith is 34 years old. Fuck! And the other one, Daniel Lynn, Daniel Lynn, or whatever her name was, is yeah. 13. Y'all, we're fucking old. Anna Nicole's son is 34. 34. Like Jessica, y'all. Yes. 34 years old. 34 years old. Wow, we're old. Wow. <laughs> I don't remember him being our age, but I guess he was. Kind of. Uh, I remember Daniel Lynn because I hated that name. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Let's talk about Lauren and Cameron in this completely producer-created scene uh, where they were talking about guest lists. And they kind of yeah. faked that they were scared. Y'all, these people are in-game. Again, again, if there's anything that destroys them, if someone gets in the middle of their relationship. If, if Tiffany breaks this up, Jake's coming after her. Yeah, Tiffany, yeah. That's not even funny. Or if someone. He just put down his pad when I said that, ready to fight. I was, I'm ready to fight. They are in game. Uh, I will protect them at all costs. Now, but they did have a good thing, because uh, you know it, this was very true. It's something I think of. My parents went through a divorce, <laughs> then they went through some other ones, other divorces. <laughs> Your parents have been together for they have what? God, I was born nineteen sixty one. So <laughs> I was born like five years after they married. Now, unlike you, it wasn't a shotgun wedding. So they were married. Um, so they were married five years. So I'm I'm 36. 
So yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> they're y'all. They're they've been married a little over forty years. My parents are Chuck got married. They were that's uh, right. You were the second one. I was second, but they were married when they were twenty, and my mother had my brother at twenty six. Oh, so they had been together a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were high school. Yeah, they were together. Maybe she was even married at nineteen. You think you cheated on your mother before? I don't know. They tried. They had their first. They got my mom got pregnant when she was twenty four, and then she, she miscarried twice. Mm-hmm. Twice. Yep. So, um, yeah, she had my brother right before she turned 27, and then she had me at 29. She kind of, they, yeah. It's, so I'm they sorry, wait. it's your brother. No, my who, brother. Is your shot- brother had brother. the shotgun yeah. wedding. And that's why your, nep- that's why your niece and nephew are old. And mine yeah. are, or your nephews are older. And mine are, like, all under 10. They are. Yeah. But I was going to, this is a <clears> good point that I, I'm glad you actually said my brother, because I was like, well, I guess I have them. I don't have any role models in my family like all my dad who were good in relationships shockingly aunt peggy and aunt darla have a divorce <laughs> too um and then oh, i guess my uncle leonard but he's down there in dallas i never see him and aunt cheryl and uncle and my <laughs> uncle aw that died he had like th- well my aunt Jeannie, they were together for a while but he divorced her and then he was yeah so no that was a sad history. That was a sad, sad. <laughs> yeah, I felt history. every second of it dro- dri- uh, but tick by. Lauren brought to point though that you don't have this aspirational yeah. thing to look to as far as his a parents wedding. are together. And she said, "You've seen the happy ending, and I haven't." Because it sounds like her parents' divorce was kind of like mine. Because mine were together for twenty-one years. So I had to say I do relate to that. I feel if I do, if it went and do get married, I do have this pressure of. I don't want a divorce because the divorce of my parents was so painful and horrible mm-hmm. for all of us involved. I just don't want to go through that. My brother and I talk about that a lot. Yeah. That makes sense. Y'all, if you're getting divorced, I don't care how well adjusted you are, take your kids to therapy. They need it. Or whether just, yeah, whether talk, you know it or talk not. Talk to your kids about it. You're, take them to therapy. Your pastor. Just take them to someone. <laughs> preferably therapy. Not that there's anything wrong with pastors. You can, yo, you can, but there's tools. You're, you're, you're your pastor can do a lot. Oh, pastors are amazing. If you have a good, just not Pastor Cal on Married at First Sight. No, because he's not, not in him. the. He's in the Church no. of Universal Light or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, should we talk about uh, Jessica and Mark's scene? Um, we're at the rose petals that he's the sweet little yeah. making a dinner we're for him. We're doing different today. We're kind of bumping all over because we got to go back to other people. I like it. Oh, I'm just doing it chronologically because the way that the show yeah. is working now. It's kind of more chronological. Yeah. Um, and there's a great, oh, like the hit of the show. The song goes, make to die the night. Oh, I make saw the, the night tonight. Make it tonight, make it tonight. And then it's, let's not try to waste time. (laughs) Something's been on my mind. This, I Googled this one if that's okay. (laughs) Yes. This is by a band called Sherman Williams. (laughs) Just so you know. But not spelled like the paint. No, no, it's not. No, no, no. It's uh, Sherman or Sherman. And then, kind of like Williams is spelled W I L L, and then oh, I'm Yams. sorry, uh, underscore William underscore yes. W W I L L all lowercase, and then ums you the U M M Z yes Sherman Williams Sherman Williams Williams, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that actually 
is um, that is a group from where are they? I wrote this down where they are from. It's some uh, oh Patagonia. Patagonia. Lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good winters down there. Good win. We have a sissy down there. Patagonia. Yes. We do. We need to go see her. She we, put us up, Becca. She will. Um. So anyway. Uh. So yeah, let's they talk have about like that. A, they have a pod dinner, y'all. So I kind of thought this was sweet. I thought it was so sweet, and I, I thought, thought it was so a great too. idea. I thought so I don't too. know if it was Mark's idea or producer's idea. Um, I know one thing: it was not Jessica's idea. No. <laughs> She's like, really? Maybe it was that dog's some, idea. I have to do something with him. He's like. You know, everything was a lot better when we were in the pods. Well, it's so funny that you talk about that because so <laughs> I saw this too. <laughs> he they they they're on side by side. There's food on the floor. Y'all, the dog is just sitting there looking Y'all, at Mark. Any of our dogs who grew up, that dog would have eaten that food. My dog Sophie was blind, and I'll never <laughs> forget when she was old and blind. Climbed on the fucking couch to eat some Anna Garten engagement chicken that I cooked. <laughs> and that engagement chicken is Y'all, good. They're not fucking around. Dogs aren't fucking around with Dogs food. But this if you dog, leave the room, they will eat your food. This dog is just looking at a mark saying, I am so drunk. <laughs> Please. I mean, please, just give me some more wine. Mark, I just love you. Just something to get me through the night. I don't even want no food. I just want something to drink. And then Mark sits down, and then Jessica sits in the other room. The dog sits by Mark to, and just lays just down sits and, there. and looks at and, him and like... And just goes... <laughs> the dog's like, finally, someone with a human heart. A human <laughs> Your foot feels so comfortable. Hers is always twitching from anxiety. I can never sleep on it. All I can do is drink some wine. It's the only thing that gets it's me the only through. Thing. Please, can you just shut her bedroom door and leave? Please take me. Please. Please. Um. Uh. Anyway, I'm going to miss that dog. <laughs> I know the dog. And he, I'm gonna miss the dog. Drink the dog. Whiny dog's voice. Whiny dog's voice. It's true. Um, she got her favorite wine, but it's not the dog's. Uh, the Just, dog is like, I prefer a coat de Rome. Coat de Rome, please. <laughs> um. So anyway, Jessica tells the story that her mother uh, got pregnant at 23. Um. She refused to have an abortion. The guy left. This is where we left. find some shit out. Um. And she's like, and then she's like. Then we hear the biggest reveal of the show, newsflash, this is to everyone, but was probably shocked. I have abandonment and detachment issues. No. No. <laughs> I mean, so here's the deal. And this is actually where I felt somewhat sorry for her in that. Oh, I feel sorry for her. Having yeah. a father who says I, they don't want nothing to do with you before they even meet you, that's rough. That, that can is fuck you rough, up. It can fuck rough, you up. Rough. I agree. And that will fuck you up for the rest. I, I hope to God... Um, I was about to say, if you're listening, Jessica, but I'm pretty sure by now nope. she's sobbing in a corner somewhere <laughs> if she listens to any episode. they have been brutal to her on social oh, media. Oh, I'm just saying. Ta- I mean, come on, really. I'm just talking about us. Maybe oh. where you said in the first episode, <laughs> I hate her, I hate her, I hate her. And she went, oh, I But anyway. Yeah, I haven't been kind. Jessica, I, have been I kind. hope you've gotten some therapy. Y'all, if you're a friend of Jessica and you're listening, let us know if she's had some therapy. Or actually, I don't care about me. Maybe make sure she goes. Yeah, just, yeah, we don't care. Um, 
So, but uh, that really explained a lot. I still hate her. But yeah, it's really, 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 really shitty. And she did say the uh, the happy ending was my mom met my dad and he adopted her at four, which, which is, is a great. sweet thing. Yeah. Um, and then she even says he comes in and she's like, "You're the everything I've ever, ever wanted." Then they actually kiss. It's like a it moment. Like, it's the first time they actually yeah. had like a decent we've, kiss. We've heard that he Marcus said earlier the physical and the emotional have meshed. But we, I so need, they've had I, sex. Need, I, I don't know. I need him to say, we fucked. <laughs> like my deaf friend. <laughs> I stuck it in. Um, I need to tell someone, someone on Instagram asked me, uh, DM'd me and said, I want to hear the deaf hookup with the deaf guy story. I can't tell that, y'all, because it's, it's not pretty. <laughs> it's not pretty. And it's and offensive. <laughs> I think it'll get us kicked off the it air. Will. It will. <laughs> so, you know. You can maybe, maybe if you come to our meetup in April, maybe we'll tell tell about it on our on our uh, if when we start doing we you know we're doing crowd uh, uh, crowd crowdcast. No, uh, you can still record stuff on that too. Okay, so we might. Oh, we so we and can't it, do it. It's got to be like you can do it on Snapchat it be, when it goes away. <laughs> like that's it. Maybe on Snapchat. Nothing okay. recorded. Anyway, we'll move on, you guys. Uh, to I think what else was there? Oh, there was yeah. Um, to Gigi and Damien's dinner. Sure, yeah, we can talk. Yeah, let's talk about them. So, y'all, he's basically saying to her. He lays it out. Uh, you know, I can't do this much. And she, the camera slows down and shows her scrolling across her phone. And the, the, the kettle drums on the TV went. Goom, 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 goom. <laughs> he's like, seriously? 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 Now, imagine it had been the opposite way. Gigi would have thrown a drink in his face. She would have. Because <laughs> that's her. Um, now, I did enjoy, he finally says, if we keep things the way they've been going, you will lose me. You will lose me. You know how That I was said, powerful. It was very powerful. You know how I said last episode, I said, you know, I'm really rooting for them. They're going to make it. And then I said, hopefully next episode they don't prove me wrong. <laughs> I know you. You have more expectations for them than I do. I. Um, I don't know. I really like them both. I do not think they should be getting married this soon. No, they've got a lot of stuff to work through. I. I just feel like there's a, such a wide gulf between them. I don't feel it's like they're too really, different. Ugh. But it's more of like it doesn't. No, not they're too different. The way they handle life, the way they process all of their well, environments. I mean, Yes. Yeah. Yes to what I'm saying. It, it's all of that. And the difference of not just, it's not almost ideological stuff, but it's more almost their cultural stuff. Like we are watching, to me, I like this was an education in like American privilege. Yeah. With with her talking about her family. I send care packages to my family. And also, y'all, I know we don't like. Go- Although not her family who visited her, y'all, because they rich. <laughs> it's true. And not and we're assuming too like he said his family is very uh conservative i'm assuming that by he's if we're gonna i don't know if that happened because she said venezuela my country's in shambles i i don't know it's but i'm just saying they have apparently different political reviews i'm assuming that probably he's more republican and she's more democrat he is i don't know if you even want to put it that way because she's from a country with where a dictator has been. Yeah, that's what so, I mean. Like yeah. she's a country with a dictator, so, so she's looking at things from a different eye than what he's looking yeah. at. Yeah, and I think too, 
you the she he kind of uh, heard that when she's like, "Don't say GD as much." So he's very religious. Yeah, or which, at least was raised in a religious. Uh, which actually makes me judge his parents more. If he comes from a very religious family and his parents don't even want to meet the woman that he wants to marry. Oh, it, well, Southern, what a bunch Southern of evangelical, evangelicalism, evangelicalism, yeah, evangelicals. Uh, I they, love it when he can't say they, stuff, it always happens um, to me. So I there, just... is a, there is a huge, huge double standard of, hypocritical of how, how, how human beings treat one another. Yeah. Yeah, because if you're not their tribe... Oftentimes, if you are not in the either the same church or yeah. you're not don't look like them, they're not interested in either getting to know you or they don't really see you as a person. They, they see don't. you as an other, and yeah. they they have a hard time putting themselves in the same shoes as the other. Yes, yeah, that's just a thing. But what I think was great about this is that because of this whole <clears throat> room and things like that, and going in the pods, it is this idea that. It, we can get to know one another on a different level before we see people for whatever their, whatever flag they're holding and flag right. they're waving. Do I think they have a shot at it? I do, but I think they've got a boy. This is a long, hard slog. Everything y'all. they go about is just different. He's born here. She comes from a family of immigrants. Like they, this is a whole different type of situation uh, to understand. But even even when he was finally, he basically said, "This is the way things are." Blah blah blah. This is this is how um, I didn't know that about you. Blah blah blah. Um, but this is I just need need you to know this is where I am. And she's like, "This is why I fell in love with you." I and I kind of teared up because again, y'all, she is good. Gigi is great TV. She is great TV. Oh. And there's a great, great song at the end of this. One of my favorite bands, really. Um, and it was just stay, 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 stay. And you know, there's a great uh, that that's that is a lot a, of lyrics in that one. Yeah, <laughs> really mixed it up. Little known singer songwriter. Um. Uh. That has you know p- people confuse her name all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. You know we've heard of the Hamburglar. She's the Cheeseburglar. Oh, the Cheeseburglar. <laughs> yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. You're still thinking about that Whopper from a bit. two shows ago, aren't you? No, I'm thinking about the Cheeseburglar being one of the greatest uh, uh, singer songwriters on the top sixty thousand. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Fifty nine nine hundred and ninety. She just got fifty nine nine hundred and ninety. Thank you. God, give her some breaks. Give her some breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, anyway. So there's a scene with Kenny and Kelly that we've learned they haven't fucked y'all, and this frustrates me to no end. I get it. I completely get it that she she confesses that she a lot of men in the past who she's been with haven't been able to give her an orgasm. But damn, you know Kenny's balls are bluer than blue. Blue. Blue on blue. Heartache on heartache. Oh, I don't know that song. It's an oldie. Um, did it come out Sorry, when you were in Sorry, high- Barbara Mandrell didn't sing it, so you won't know it. <laughs> oh, well, it must have come out when you were in high school before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> we are 18 we, months apart. When you were a doo-wop girl. We are 18 months apart. <laughs> when you were working at the sock hop in your roller skates. <laughs> Hey, you want to buy me a shake? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want a shake. Um, 
it is annoying that they haven't. I mean, <clears throat> it's not annoying. I said it's, it's frustrating. It's, it's frustrating. But I also to me. feel for her because this is a lot of problems. You know, I just had a. I didn't know this, but I till recently, until my sexuality class in college, like ten years ago. But one of my girlfriends, I thought all women knew this, and she just <clears throat> called me one day and she said, "Hey." I got a new vibrator, and did you know that you can squirt when you come? And I said, yes, <laughs> women can shoot like a fountain. It's like, have you ever How seen How did we that? get here? How did we get here? But no, why are we, why are we talking? No, I was going to say <laughs> is that I don't think this is talked a lot about. I don't think I'm oh, okay. glad they talked about Female orgasms. It. Female orgasms aren't talked a lot about. I think squirting is very different than having an orgasm. No, but I think women do it when they have an orgasm, I believe. But not all. That's No, not all. I'm bringing that up because some women might be driving down the road listening to this going, women squirt when they have a podcast? Oh. <laughs> like I had my girlfriend, she said, she said, I had to talk to my, called my doctor. I said, what happens if I peed when I come? I'm just saying not all women should expect to squirt when they no. orgasm. You, you did that in the opposite order. <laughs> I'm just saying you can. You can. But, I'm, but if it's we a have big any deal. straight men listening, you're gone. <laughs> and you know what? And straight men, if you're watching. gay men, you're if, gone too. If your wife's not squirting me an orgasm, maybe you want to check in. Well, Maybe I you don't... need to give it to her. <laughs> Maybe you need to like ride Again, that pony. I, I don't want to say that that's a requisite. Maybe you need to like <laughs> just flush that commode. Anyway, Goosh. this is a problem for a lot of. I can see a lot of women saying this guy is great. It, what if he doesn't give me an orgasm? What it, then? Because I don't know if I'll be able to tell him how to do it. Well, but here's the deal. We've already covered this. He's gonna munch her vagina. Agreed. Forever, she's gonna come just from him. Yeah, but, <coughs> but she's got chomping s- down. <coughs> she's got scars because either she wasn't the guy wasn't able to, and the sex hasn't been good yeah. in relationships. So I understand it. I hope that they can. I hope that this storyline comes to sort, some sort of climax. I just hope we never have to talk about <laughs> squirting again. Get it? Climax? It was a pun. No, I'm. It was a pun. You, you just completely put. You sound like a gay man talking about orgasms with women who knows nothing you know what? about what he's talking. about. I know about. a lot about vaginas. You didn't have to school me on how many holes they had at all. <laughs> that actually happened, y'all. Actually, I think that happened in the regular one. I don't know. <laughs> um. So Lauren and her friend Tiffany get together. Oh yeah. Like this is kind of a forgettable scene too. Uh. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Oh, wait. This wait. is what? This is the Hold most the presses. memorable scene in Love is Blind history. This, I forgot about this. this I didn't. This I gave, squirted myself. This gave me life. Because, y'all, we found out. So the friend is like, oh, it's Caucasian. And she's like, the swirl. And then she asks, What's uh, different? Tiffany will be in her bridal party. Yes. And, and is this a 90 days theater? It's only one line, so probably not. <laughs> probably not. You whore. <laughs> um so she says uh she's like what's different? She goes mm, and, and just she, eats a fry eats and pops a fry in her in mouth. mouth. And I went, "No, that's not right." She's like, "But trust me, it is perfectly wonderful in it's that department." Wonderful. And that's why he has a big dick, y'all. Oh, a big, big, big dick. dick. Well, she even said, got a big, big, big dick. She even said, in fact, I was pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. And y'all, he got a big, big dick. dick. Pleasantly surprised. It's code for, it's code for huge dick. Huge dick. 
Cameron is a scientist with a big dick. He likes to walk around and give it that stick. He's a baller. He's a fucker. He give it to your heart. My name is Matt Marr. It doesn't rhyme with hard. I didn't. That's, that's like my Cameron the worst, dick rap. That's the worst early 80s rap I've that's ever heard. A, that's my Cameron dick rap. Anyway, let's move on. That was that was ab- abysmal. I'm a really good rapper. <sighs> Christmas presents. I'm a really good rapper. Right. Actually, I'm not. I'm terrible at that. I could show you my Snow Woke rap. Moving on. <laughs> Moving anyway, on. Uh, Barnett and Amber, we have another cringeworthy scene at the end. Okay, this is my deal with this. Oh. So, Barnett is talking about his family and saying how it is. he really gets pressure from what his family is feeling and the pressure they put on him. And Amber, instead of saying, making it about, um, instead of listening to what he's saying and just says, that fucking sucks. That's got to be really hard. What kind of pressure do you feel? And right. asking him questions, she immediately says, well, would you defend me? She's like, are you going to back me up no matter what, She right? totally made it about it. No matter what. And not that I think that these are bad questions to ask. I think it is good for couples to ask like, hey, what are we talking about in public? What are we not talking about in public? This is how I, those, this was not the time for that. She just should have listened to him. Yeah. Don't you think that was out of place? It's hard to tell because I don't feel like Amber is easy to, how should I say this, reason with. (laughs) I don't feel like she's easy to. Really? I think she could be, actually. Uh, um, I think she's got a lot of, uh, she's processed the, the world the way she knows it. And she's processed this kind of iconoclastic way. She's like, this is me. You're going to get me. Because yeah, the, that's I, true. And so I don't feel like she has this way of, of life that people she would, uh, her husband, her ride or die is going to get her back. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. All, all that matters, they can talk about it in private, but you have to support me regardless. And I think it's, that's because she's been with people who've criticized her in public or. But, to, <laughs> but I also think, I agree with you. I think she's that person, but I think she's that person that won't do it because here she I agree threw Barnett under the bus and started talking about she uh, did he picked another girl in front of it, which I actually didn't really appreciate that yeah I'm like you're and they laughed about it and teased him like but you're talking about you know what he or he already feels this way about his family now you're saying well he picked me after he almost picked another girl yeah and I locked him down in front of em- her parents and emasculated him in front and of I her will parents. tell you she made tr- this is what I know about a southern woman. If that had happened in front of my mother, Mother Poodle, she would have never been able to erase that comment from my mother's memory. My mother would talk about it mm. for years if to come. If you met my mother, Bonnie Marr, and she and you, the first thing you did was even Jake, even Poodle, who will shade the fuck out of me, knows not to shade me in front of my mother. I do. You, if, and I would She'll never, come for me. And I would never do that for you in front of your mother. No. The fact that she did that in front of his mother. Awful. That's Awful. not. She will hold that against that girl for not, the rest of her days. You do not talk about a mother's son. Now, if it's a mother and daughter, oh, the mother will probably drink <laughs> wine and say, ah, that's whore. Because the way mothers and daughters She's always other, been a whore. She's always been a little tramp. <laughs> Little tramp, my daughter. Yeah, it's an uneasy relationship between she, mothers and daughters. She gets it times. from my sister-in-law. My father's sister was a slut. 
<laughs> anyway, but don't come for a mother's son. Don't come don't for a mother's son. Don't come for son. a mother's son right there, y'all. Don't do it. If you do that to my mother, my mother's Ooh. likely. First Ooh. of all, my mother would go, she might say, kind of mention, that's crazy. And she's like, look at her talking about my son like that. Yeah, because especially when you meet someone's parents for the first time, you know what they want to hear? All they want to hear is how, how great much you, you are. love, love their, their son. son or their yep. daughter and how much you're inspired by their presence. Yep. And if you ain't talking that, then you don't need to talk at all. Agreed. Be on your. There you, go. you know what? I will say this. Jessica knew how to handle this in her dinner with with Mark. Yeah, she was. She knew, she knew how to handle that better. She at least talked about her amazing life and barely said anything about Mark. But that was <laughs> the better what, way to though? handle it. That's the thing. Jessica's working in the corporate world. She has a real job. And Jessica knows how to kind of handle a meeting. Amber, Kurt- Amber barely got off the couch today. <laughs> it's true. She watched a Netflix show. Now, Curtis, Curtis that works with Amber, he'll tell <laughs> you. Curtis. That Cor- she- Curtis, who works with Jessica. Who works with Jessica, yeah. He'll tell you that he just wishes that she could take more than 30 minutes to decide which brand of coffee they're ordering for the morning meeting. Oh, I can see it. I mean, um, We are now to our, you're hot and you're cold. You're dead in your nose. Now, real quick before we just want to mention Crowdcast, fuck you, Discord. We're not using it. Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So Friday at 5 p.m. That's 8 Eastern. We're going to. 7 Central. We're going to send up a link on, you're going to get a. Email link, uh, and if you haven't seen that, then cancel I would- Cancel your Friday plans. Cancel. If you haven't seen the email link, go to your Patreon account, and if you click on our feed, you should see, like, in two days, live yes. broadcast. And, and you should be so, either getting an email, or or if you're on the Sissy Squad, or, or the Patreon. Yes, exactly. Um, and you yeah. can click on that, and then you can- We'll put the links out, too, on our-, on our We'll put it on everything. We'll put it on our Twitter- and our Facebook and all that good stuff. Carrier so, yeah. pigeons. Carrier. We'll put it on our Instagram. Carrier. Carrier pigeons. God bless. <laughs> and y'all send. If you're on Friday night and your kids are around, tell your husband or someone or your oldest kid watch these young ones for a minute. Just a, I got to go play with my ninety day gaze. Yeah, we're just gonna be there for like an hour. That's Come it. Just check in with and us. And let's be honest. Five o'clock is when Jake starts drinking, so it's probably gonna be more like forty five <laughs> minutes. Point made. Point made. <laughs> Let's All right. Talk temperature about check. And you're cold. cold. Okay, Lauren and Lauren and Cameron. Um, they are like that uh, Robin Hood song, like a knight in shining armor from a long time ago. And actually, isn't that? Uh, that's Karate Kid. Oh, you're right. I am the Gloria Love. Who will fight? That's for Brian Adams. I was thinking about. Honor. You're thinking of. You know it's true. <laughs> Everything I do, I do it for you. Everything Y'all, they I are do. love ballad in movie of oh, an, an action movie that really has no place. Um, level of hot. <laughs> that kind of sounds like Rod Stewart to me, but that's fine. Have you told? <laughs> Have I told you, me? dumbass? 
I'm Rod Stewart. Um, so y'all, that, that was not Rod Stewart who jumped on the air right now. That was actually <laughs> me. It was just that good. What about you? What do you think? That's where I think they are. I think that they are love ballad. They are love ballad. Love ballad. Hot. Love ballad in an, in an action movie where the love ballad really doesn't belong. So I would say that's like a '91 with high humidity. Yeah, agreed. Um, okay, let's talk about Damien and Gigi. Um, this is War of the Roses. This is it's. I bet you still they get drunk and have sex and it's really hot. But uh, this is this is like uh, this is. I hear the cops theme. Bad boys, bad boys. Oh, what you gonna do? Oh, what you gonna do when they come for you? I feel like they they are. You know what they are right now? Because it's either way. They are when you've been heating up your heating up your um <laughs> heating up your heating up your skillet. Okay. Your iron skillet, uh-huh. and then you take it out, and when you put your cornbread batter in it, and it sizzles. That's where they are right now. Just it's very country metaphor, but the, yes. But that's where they, the, everything's sizzling. The sex, the yeah. fight. Amber um, and Barnett. Amber and Barnett. Uh, this is, uh, this is um, the scene when Dumbo has, sees his mother in a cage. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is that level of... Uh, I can't watch and I don't want to watch and I can't, but I'm so sad I can't look away. You know, th- it's funny. I have a totally different thing, but yet it's the same emotional feeling. <laughs> okay. A cold Dodger dog. <gasps> same. A cold hot dog. Yes. You're going to eat that cold, hot dog. Y'all, but you're, but you're going to have to. You're yeah. going to have to, but it's, it's cold. cold. You're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to enjoy it, but you have to eat uh, it. Kelly and Kenny. Um, They <laughs> are... <laughs> You know what it is? It's like eating a whole hot fudge sundae, Don't. but only without hot fudge and vanilla ice cream. Don't. Uh, yes, that, and, I agree. And there's no cherry. Don't. If you know what I mean. She's as cold as ice. Doom, doom, doom. They're trying, get y'all. No bit tonight. Uh, anyway, I they're. You know what I think of them? They're like, whereas Lauren and them are love ballad hot. They're like. Disney princess ballad where nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, nothing They're happens like, and we get nowhere the at the end of the song. Time in forever. What happens? What happens? I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, a lot happened there. Um, and then finally. Who else? We're Jessica and Mark. Oh, Jessica and Mark. Okay, y'all, for the first time Uh-oh. in forever. They're not. That was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> we have, we are now. We are inching up to we've we've landed off the Mars rover. Okay, and we're flying towards Earth. It's still freezing. It are, we're we're still very cold, but we can kind of see a little bit of outline of the sun ahead. Are we kind of like in a like a Russian space station right now? Like the mirror, yes. Yes. Okay. I can see clearly now. The rain is gone in space. So they're in a Russian space station. Yeah. Um, hey, who knows? Maybe they'll stay there next week, and co- we'll find Col- cousin Olga in space. <laughs> she's she's a survivor, y'all. We've already said it. She's a survivor. Who knows? Uh, who knows? And I think that's it, right? That's, that's the it, show. y'all. Y'all, we've got one more of these to fucking Oof. do. One Feels more. Feels like we're doing eleven hundred of them. I know it's um, true. Anyway, that's the show, y'all. It's true. We're gonna watch it now, probably, and then we're gonna podcast about it later. But these are gonna go up. We did it, Queen. One more. One more. But remember, y'all. 
We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love? Yes. And if you find yourself at a bridal store in a strip mall, call Call us. us. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.